Are we, do, are we doing a meditation this morning? Yes. Right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a bit deciding because Bill's been saying intros. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's about you. We're winning it? Jewish <laughs> <laughs> choice. How about intro? Intro? I can't say for that. This is a request kind of thing. Whatever you want. Yes, this is the table that's been given Putin problem. Something is broken. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I noticed you. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's not any special powers or anything. Table that you that you find in, in the <laughs> <laughs> you find in the hospitals. Hospital bed tables. Mm. All right, so we'll do intro. <laughs> Is it because of the eight verses? Could be. Oh, the eight verses are in the meditation class. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Intro, we're doing uh, cosmology. This is schedule we're gonna keep we're gonna set nine thirty. What? No. When when did we finish? No. It, it was we were supposed to start. Nine to ten thirty. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And no, 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 30 to eleven, eleven to twelve thirty. It's just that there's no half hour okay. gap between the two classes. Okay. That allows cool. us to yeah. keep All right. Nine to I mean, so when the, train, yeah, the train going back to New York is at 3.15 p.m. Mm-hmm. So we would need to finish by about 2.50. So we need to start over there about 1.15. What, 1? Uh, yeah, 1.20. No, 1.20. He, he wants to leave at 1. Right? Uh, 1.15. Yeah, if, we, if we leave at <laughs> 1, 1, 1.15. Yeah. We get there at 2.15. We're done at 2.45. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One 
next train would be 417. Right. So that's awkward. But uh, the we can make it 315 if we finish 245, and that means we start at 115 with you, okay? If the rest of you are confused. Two, but to start at 215, okay. We have to get there at 215. This is when you go through yeah. three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, about three times. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, you're at 9.30 to 11 and 11 to 12.30. Other okay. back to back. That's what we did, right? But there's, there's, right. The, there's going to be a break. It'll, yeah. it'll be like short breaks. Yeah. So 9.30 to 11. Well, it's 9.30 to 10. 30, but we got probably 10 45, something like that. Start at 11. Yeah. Then we'll start next one. Okay. All right. So, uh, I and someone recommended, someone asked, where is she? <laughs> 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 that we do meditation in the beginning. And she then. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only a visitor, so you just take my little vote. <laughs> 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 yeah. like. It was said. Once <laughs> <laughs> <as> I heard. So, <laughs> 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 <a> meditation? <laughs> okay. I think we need it. <laughs> so that form a clear intention, I'm going to meditate and have the motivation be as clear as you can. Think specifically of the meditation session that you're about to do and connect it to the ultimate goal, what your ultimate goal is. Meditate. This session is going to be on the eight verses of my training. And the ultimate purpose is to achieve Buddhahood for the sake of all beings. Keep rehearsing this in your mind until it becomes a strong determination. this determination infuse your whole being so that you can even say that even your body has this determination
taking this determination with you, bring your attention to your body. Let the body find the posture that is conducive to meditation. Bringing your attention to the legs, let the legs find the posture that is both comfortable and stable. The hands, elbows not too far, not too close. Shoulders even, relaxed. Back naturally straight. center the head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue resting in their natural places. Eyes can be closed, opened, or half-opened, whichever you find most conducive for you. Gently bring the uh, attention on the breath. Not seeking to control the breath. Don't concern yourself with distractions. No intention to force the mind to focus on the breath. As you breathe in, know you are breathing in. As you breathe out, know you are breathing out. Whatever else may be present in the mind, do not concern yourself with them. As long as you know you're breathing in, as you're breathing in, you're doing your job. As long as you know you're breathing out, when you're breathing out, you're doing your job. Start to be aware of that sense of ease descending on the body and let the mind rest within this sense of ease.
your attention again to the breath and be aware of the continuity of awareness following the breath have the intention to keep this continuity unbroken while you follow 11 cycles of breath mindful of the depth of that sense of ease you felt before. Be aware of how it is reflected in the rhythm of the breath, how it is further reflected in the mind itself. And let this ever-deepening sense of ease be the platform upon which you will meditate. motivation again while focusing in the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows about an arm's length or prostration's distance from you. Invoke in that space the presence of your infallible guide, the point where all the compassion and love of all the Buddhas meet for your sake. And find within you that measure of conviction that you are indeed in the very presence of what is for you the infallible means to achieve your highest goal.
holding on to that measure of conviction. Show your reverence in your mind prostrate. Trust yourself, take refuge, investing your faith, your hope, your dependence in the three jewels. Knowing that you are in the very presence of the actual infallible means through which you will achieve your goal, your highest aspiration, feel a great sense of gratitude. Out of that sense of gratitude, make offerings. to help clear your conscience, admit your faults, admit the actions committed under the influence of such faults and weaknesses, developing a strong sense of intelligent regret. seeing how these are completely influenced by habitual patterns. You cannot completely depend on these patterns, on these habits. So again you take refuge, seeking protection 
seeking guidance and strength. Sense of sense of strength you gain through taking refuge. Make a promise to be strange in the future. Think of a definite period of time within which you will dis- exercise restraint. And make a promise to do something to make up. gone through these four powers, feel the lightness and sense of joy in the mind, and enhance this by rejoicing. Let the mind take great joy in merits and goodness, yours and others. Let your heart go out to all beings, look at their conditions. Embrace them with your compassion, embrace them with your love.
And while holding them in this embrace, turn your attention again to your infallible guide, that bright presence in the space in front of you. Feel how you are connected to all enlightened beings through your infallible guide. And out of this realization, you make a request. May the enlightened beings come into the lives of sentient beings. Show them how to find true happiness, how to truly end their suffering and pain. they may stay in the lives of these beings for as long as it takes until they are truly free and truly happy. you just developed the concern you have about others and recall the meditation you're about to do and direct this momentum to help you succeed in this meditation through dedication Ask a teacher to come to the crown of your head, wishing to be closer to those qualities that the teacher embodies, that you aspire to embody yourself. You're feeling that bright presence above your head, make strong wishes to be free of your obstacles, 
strong wishes to gain the realizations you seek, begging the teacher for blessings. Bring your attention back to your breath. 
staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of the body once more. Since we've reached the, uh, we're still on the eighth verse of uh, the eighth, the eighth verse of the eight verses of mind training. Uh, I did a give a, uh, a talk yesterday on, on how to make it on emptiness, and there's one particular method that he gave. I think perhaps you might uh, use it uh, this morning. Uh, remember the thing about when you're about to meditate on emptiness don't bring any exotic terms in your mind that you that you know that you're that are way out there I'm, I'm going to meditate on those this that exotic thing that those people way in the east way back 2000 years ago used to think about you have to think about that uh, you, you are going to meditate on something that is very relevant to you right here right now you're going to, uh, and you can use this, uh, reason, this line of reasoning for any kind of meditation that you're about to do, to sort of gear yourself, sort of uh, help your mind be, uh, gain focus and, and uh, be able to hold on to what you're about to do. Okay. Uh, uh, think about every problem that you have that you're experiencing right now. Think about everything that you're aspiring to have right now in your life. No, it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, spiritual things necessarily. You can even think about material things. And, 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 and tell yourself, try, try to convince yourself that, ah, if it's because I don't understand the true nature of reality, that's why I can't get that job. You know, things like that. If I understood the true nature of reality, I'll be able to get whatever job I want. So whatever is of relevance to you, whatever you, whatever you find to be of importance, without uh, having to convince yourself it's important. So you, you connect it with, oh, if I, if I was able to gain uh, realization of this particular uh, uh, topic, I'll be able to get there. And you think about the problems that you're having, or the reason I'm having a problem with, uh, with this relationship or that relationship, this person or that person, or this thing or that thing, is because I don't understand the true nature of reality yet. So I have to understand the true nature of reality. So you, you make meditating what is called meditation on emptiness, not just some exotic term, but something that is very relevant to you, something that is a very uh, something that has a lot of importance for you, because it's it's going to deal with not just some abstract you that lives somewhere in some abstract world, you know, but someone you, this person here right here now who's living in this world who's going through whatever problems you're going through right now. 
So this is to help you with, with what you have right here, right now. It's like, uh, it's like needing, needing to eat. Okay? You, ha you have to eat. And when you're very hungry, you think about, you think about I need to eat. I need, to, I, need, I need nourishment. And you have to, the same way that you, your body, you, you have that same need to eat food when you're hungry, you have to consider your condition right now is unsatisfactory because you don't have this realization yet. If it's true or not, you, if, if, whether it is true or not, your, these problems will go away once you get to that realization. You will know after you get that realization. Until then, you have no way of knowing. So you better get that realization. Okay. Uh, the, so have this the, the emotional the emotional background that sort of when a, when your mind is straying away because the only reason that your mind strays away from uh, when you're focusing on something is because you have the habit you you, you develop the habit to a pattern of of uh, of thinking or of uh, having developed a, con a conviction that I'll be happy, I'll be content uh, if my mind is going in that direction. Okay, That's the only reason why your mind goes in that direction. Here you are, you're boring yourself with this thing called emptiness. Your mind wants, your mind wants to get away from that thing. What, what, what's, what's the relevant, how relevant is this to me, you know, this emptiness thing, you know, this thing that is talked about in books, that you know, High Lama talks about when they're sitting on their throne. How relevant is it to me? Okay? Uh, uh, I, I want toast with jam in the morning. How is that going to help me? Okay. <laughs> uh, so if if it remains something very abstract, very unrelated to, very un, uh, uh, of, that doesn't have any concern with what you're going through right now in your life, and of course your mind will stray away. Your mind will go away to something that it thinks is relevant. This is what is this is what is relevant. And and if, and if you're if you think worrying about something is relevant, then your mind is going to go to worrying. If you think uh, uh, remembering uh, uh, an event and you, uh, because that event is important to you, then your mind will go to that event. And, it, and it's not so much that we are, uh, our minds are so in, incapable of meditating, that's why our mind strays away. Okay? It's because we have not made it, we have not established the importance of doing this thing. So that's why uh, our mind uh, seems not to cooperate. Okay. We always, it's as if you're giving your mind a, a, a mixed messages. Throughout your life up to this point you say this is what's important and all of a sudden you say, and you're making your mind stay on something that is not so important. Okay. Hmm? So if you can get that emotional thing going and, uh, and, and it's not something that you 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 have just in one while you're sitting down. It's throughout the day you're supposed to think about it. As soon as a problem comes up or that that particular problem situation comes up, you think, ah, if I hadn't uh, realized emptiness already, I wouldn't be going through this problem. You know, somebody says something nasty to you, ah, if if I hadn't realized emptiness already, I wouldn't be, have to deal with this person, or I wouldn't be having this reaction to this to this an, a, anymore. Okay, and you have to continue to do that throughout the day. And when you sit down at the moment when you're begging for blessings, you have to beg for blessings for things that are specific things that are relevant to you. Okay? Don't think about, don't bless me so I can 
uh, understand how the Buddha understands the, the conventional nature of things and you have no idea what, the, what that means anyway, conventional nature of things. Uh, bless me so I can be able to uh, win the debate when my friend is talking about uh, uh, what the Kagyu says and what the Nima says. Okay. What, what, what's relevant is, uh, how relevant is that to you? Okay. But the thing that makes you jump, the, make that, the thing that is of, uh, almost has become an instinctual for you, that's what you have to be concerned about. And you have to make this become something of instinctual relevance. I don't know, I just made up that term. If I had seen him as directly, I wouldn't have to worry about getting a job. Or if I had seen him as directly, I wouldn't have to worry about uh, losing my job. If I had seen him as directly, I wouldn't have to worry about uh, whatever is relevant to you. Okay. When you say instinctual relevance, you mean you to keep telling yourself that, and that just becomes. Yeah. Automatic. Automatic. Just like. Something bad happens. Yeah. Just like uh, uh, when you're hungry, what do you do? You just you, you start looking something. Yeah. You don't think about you know. I mean, say, what do the Nyingma say about food? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Pasangika. Uh, <laughs> you don't go into that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, you you go look for food, instinctively. Okay. And you, you, you don't you don't consider you know the Rinpoche say I could eat. Uh, uh, um, peanut butter and jelly, or <laughs> you know, yeah. so until you that this is the this is the point I uh, where Rinpoche uh, Rinpoche made in the howl that day when he said uh, you cannot see emptiness directly until you want until you want to see it. Okay. It's not going to be something that you're going to stumble upon. It's not going to be while you're meditating and all of a sudden, zonk, emptiness, you see emptiness directly. Emptiness, to see emptiness directly, you have to make a conscious effort. It can only be, a, it can only be seen by, through a conscious effort. And, and you will not be making this effort until you have a, a, a passionate desire, a passionate wish to see it. And you're not going to have a passionate wish to see it if you don't, if you don't see how relevant it is to your life, okay. Now, emptiness is not some exotic uh, term. It's not some exotic uh, idea that's, you know, that that would be very cute, very that would on, that would uh, decorate, bring a nice decoration to your mind. You know, it's not just some beautiful thing that you can say that people can imp- that you can impress people. Okay, that's not what emptiness is. Emptiness is your true nature. And the reason that all the things that you're experiencing that are unsatisfactory, that you, the reason that you are forced to go through that is because you do not know your own true nature. Okay. So your own true nature is not the prasangika. Your own true nature is not Madhyamika. Your own true nature is your own true nature. And the reason for going to Prasangika, Madhyamika, Umapa, and all those other things is so that they can guide you so you can get to know your own true nature. Your own true nature is not the term emptiness. Oh, my, my true nature is, is Shunyata. And you're saying Shunyata because it sounds so sexy to say it. Okay. <laughs> no. Your own true nature is your true nature. The thing that you carry with you throughout your existence. You've been carrying with you all the time. That the, the you that you have no idea who you are. 
So when you have this understanding, when you have this sort of background, and, you're, and, and somehow you know that I am going to get into my true nature. And what does that mean? It's not a nature you're going to create. No. I prefer to have pink on the, si- on the left side and a little blue on the right. You know, it's, it's something that you're going to create. It's something that's already there you're going to discover. Okay. And when you have that as a background, then the, the fear of what you're going to discover, uh, 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 you might discover something that you may not like. That fear is not, is not going to be there anymore. Okay. You're going to get to know you, who you really are. Who you really are. Okay. And that way, uh, uh, you can be free of this, uh, of this blindness, of this, uh, of this, uh, I don't know, the term is like, like hang-up. You have a hang-up. Okay? You're free of it. Okay? Which hang-up? Which hang up? No, uh, hang up about uh, sort of like uh, the sense of being un- feeling unfulfilled, the sense of feeling uh, uh, something is missing, the sense of uh, uh, n- n- not feeling. A Try to establish yourself? Mm. Or is that something else? When you say try to establish yourself, what do you mean? Trying to like. Uh, Mm. Being philosophically speaking, no. I was thinking like establish myself. Okay, now I need to get a establish myself in no, 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 like as a doctor or as a no, like that's some underlying thing you're not really aware of. You're trying to, um, you're not really sure if you exist in some way, and trying to like always confirm it. Uh, yeah. You're not really sure you exist in some way, so you always. Always, uh, uh, there's a part of you that's always looking, and then so, and because you haven't yet found how you really exist, there's a, this underlying sense of dissatisfaction, and you and and uh, you can't really enjoy, uh, you can't really enjoy. Uh, uh, well, some people are able to enjoy certain things, but not really. You can't really enjoy just being, just being. I would say I don't know. Does that sound? A little bit too out there. You can't just you, you find yourself just you just can't be and be. Huh? There's always an angst, always a, a sense of of. Uh, You're like I'll enjoy that later once I I figure something else out first. Yeah, some yeah always a sense of uh, incompleteness, incompleteness. Hmm. Well, that's going to keep going forever until you. <laughs> Really see emptiness directly, and and uh, what does that mean to you? See emptiness directly. When you hear that term, when you hear that as an order, as a as a as a something you have, to, uh, some you are told you have to do this. Okay, you have to see emptiness directly. Bill, you have to see emptiness directly. I have to uh, untangle the mess I see now. <laughs> Basically, unravel myself and figure out why 
No, no, that, well, it was, when you're here, I'm telling you right now, Janet, you have to see emptiness directly. Is that what I think that means? What, what, what happens to you when you hear that? You have to see emptiness directly. Um, to, to me, what it means is, is that based on what I've seen mm. in the past, is you have to get to that point where, for me, I have to get to the point where you know, if you have the dream and you're you're just falling through space, not to not to wake up, to take it all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. If you, if I've had a realization where things are falling apart for the self, and I'm and I, I'm fearful, and I grasp at the self, and and I say, oh yeah, I know that doesn't exist. I know that way. I know whatever. Mm. But deep inside, you know, you kind of want to be able to preserve it in some way. You want to be able to have both, and you just have to let go of that. And in a sense, letting go of that is like when you're in that dream and you're falling in a bottomless pit. Mm. You have to just go with the, that. Go to falling. Yeah. Just so what? Mm. <laughs> what? What? What can happen? Let myself keep falling. Okay. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Um, there was someone described it recently as if you're kind of thrown out of a out of a plane. You're, you're in a plane and then you're, you're you're out of the plane and you're not really aware of any light or any other sensation. You just know you're sort of you're sort of falling, but you don't even have a sense of falling. Mm-hmm. But you have absolutely nothing to grab onto at all. So being willing to be in that state mm-hmm. is what it would mean to me. Mm. Based on what I've experienced meditating and and, and bad dreams, mm. and, and when I, when when you try to get to the deepest nature itself, and you still want to believe there's something there, like, because you want to hang on to that old self a little bit. You want to hold on to. You want you don't want things to be radically different after you see emptiness. You you want to kind of know that you're still there after you see emptiness directly, which means <laughs> that you're deluding yourself at that moment. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain. Yeah. You kind of want to know the old war is still there. It, it's it's uh, uh, probably it's like uh, I know this and this other thing that you're talking about. I don't know it yet, but at least I know this. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, someone is offering you two things. One you have no idea about, and the thing. Well, it's not doesn't make me happy all the way, but I know it. This I know. And uh, what you're offering me, it could be absolutely nothing. It could be, now I've lost everything. Yeah. yeah. And when you have an experience in, in meditation of, mm. of that starting to break apart, you know, it's, it's frightening initially. Mm. So to yeah. be able to follow it through, mm. is, that, that's what it means to me. Mm. Elizabeth? How are you?
But my question is not really a question. This is, 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 I'm telling you, Ryan, you have to see emptiness directly. Yeah, I know. And what, what does that mean? Uh, yeah, put put me put us into your private uh, little world in there. What just happened in your mind when you said when you when you heard? Okay, uh, see emptiness directly. I have to uh, look for something uh, that I'm sure exists and not find it. You have to look for something that sure exists, mm-hmm. even then finding it not to be. Mm-hmm. Look for something that exists and not find it. For instance, one is talking about self. Look for self and not not find it. Mm-hmm. And then things like exchanging self and others become quite easy because if you don't find self and you don't find other, you don't bother about switching them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't become such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it does seem like this directly. You don't actually see something, right? Mm, well, it. Yeah, you're not, you're not something you're looking for. First, mm-hmm. you start off, you're like, I'm sure I'm going to find this. And then you look. And uh, um, you look everywhere and you don't find it. Or you look everywhere and you expect it to be and you don't find it. Mm-hmm. And that's the process. Oh, yeah. And then and what, is, what is seeing emptiness directly? No, not, not, not what is that. When, you, when you're here in order, Jimmy, you have to see emptiness directly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, you have to see emptiness directly. So when I hear those words, for me, it doesn't work. It doesn't work? No. No. You have to feel pressure. Mm. Your pressure for what? Trying to do something outside of my experience. Sometimes when I'm doing emptiness meditation and I'm in that like I'm not finding, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just going to light. I don't have to. Light on the cigarettes. Like spacious. Yeah. It's more experiential. Mm-hmm. I mean wh- wh- when when uh, when do you encounter uh, a statement like uh, you have to whatever comes after? Pressure for what? No, no, okay, forget about it. You have to see emptiness directly. Okay. You have to eat. Is that pressure? You have to drink water. Is that pressure? Or is that just... How do you, no, what is that? Effort. Seeing emptiness directly should be just that obvious. Mm-hmm. You, 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 when I'm windshading the food and the thing and seeing how necessary they are and it's so like, you know, why, you don't have to force me to do that. Don't force me to drink water. Don't force me to eat you know, unless you're a little baby. <laughs> okay? So you, the thing, seeing emptiness directly must be as necessary, as necessary, as necessary? Of, of the same ne- necessity as having to drink water, having to eat. Talking about the motivation yeah. in order to, to seek. Yeah. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about the experience when we're actually looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like when you hear that? Like yeah, I thought we were asking about our 
you know, inner country. Because, yeah, it's, but I, I would compare it not with drinking water or eating. I would compare it more with, like, well, you have to take this chemotherapy, mm. you know, to get rid of the cancer. And, mm. and you know that's the only way to get rid of the cancer, and you're sure of it, and you also know there's going to be some mm. some negative aspects to mm. it. Like, like you, you have fear of it, too. I think it's, it's only based on my experience. Based on my own experience, you know, the thought, the, the experience of self completely falling apart, not being there at all, and just this falling, it's almost a falling experience, a house of cards that's crumbling, it's, it's frightening. I don't know how else to describe it. And, and after you work through it, it probably is very blissful, but it's frightening when you're working through it. I'm not at a stage where I've worked through it, and it's, oh, it's wonderful, and light and air. And for those who experience it that way, I, you know, I feel very joyful. So you're saying the motivation. Yeah. You're talking about why would we even want to think about pursuing things? Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm. So it's almost like the hair's on fire, really. Yeah. That if we don't uh, pursue emptiness every moment of the day or as much as we can, mm. we're just creating a lot of suffering. Do you remember how many of you grew up in religion? Huh? Somewhat. 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 Yeah. Oh, somewhat. <laughs> and. Uh, there were these uh, uh, have-tos yeah. in religion. And in those have-tos, you were told you have to do this, you have to do that. And for some, even though you heard the word have-to and it was being directed towards you, you didn't feel that it was relevant for you. Right. It was just a... And then there are people who continue with, with that, even though they don't, they don't, at least on the surface of it, make it a have-to for them, but they, they repeat it to others. <laughs> like the parents now who take on the religion now they're, they're telling their, their children you have to do this mm-hmm. and that's probably where you know, nowadays a lot of religions not nowadays but you know, uh, how religion sort of breaks down is because the child is hearing the parents say you have to do this and the child doesn't see the parent doing this thing that they're saying you have to they say, oh you're saying I have to as if my life depends on it but you're not doing it I guess it, it's not something that anyone has to you want to say something Bill? yeah there's no you don't eat, you feel hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, in here, if you don't drink, you feel thirsty. Mm-hmm. You don't do the religious thing as a child. There's yeah, it probably some consequence that you're aware of. Maybe, you know, you do something wrong and you get grounded or spanked or whatever as a child. Uh. So you obey the adults in a religious way, too. Uh. Whereas having to see emptiness is it's so abstract. There's no, there's no grounding that you can relate to. It's like, oh, I have to see emptiness, you know. But if I don't see emptiness, I'm not going to be hungry or thirsty, you know. There's just, there's no, uh-huh. feel, you know, there's no feeling I can grasp that says, if I don't see emptiness, well, I can't, you know. I just, yeah. How I am now, I can't feel. It's, it's like uh, I've, I'm, I'm uh, 30 years old now or 40 years old now. I've never had to see emptiness before. I, I must be doing well without it. <laughs> or, well, there's just no, like, oh, I remember I didn't see emptiness when I was a child and she was back. There's no, or, or, you know, I felt hungry because I didn't feel... Because you didn't see emptiness directly. There's no, mm, yeah. There's yeah. nothing I can relate to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good. So it's hard to... Mm. Well, without a firm, it seems to me as though unless one really believes in karma and 
future lives and what will happen and really get how suffering is operating in one's life in this moment in the future, there really wouldn't be the motivation. Unless there is some wrongdoing. So uh, for you, before you get that conviction about uh, uh, I have to see myself directly. There must be a first a conviction about karma. Well, I feel pretty convinced myself that mm. um, working toward uh, a comprehension of emptiness and a mm. direct experience is absolutely critical to releasing from suffering. Mm. You know, and the influence of teachings of karma mm. and the line of teachings have definitely influenced my motivation mm. for emptiness. Yeah, for re- renunciation, yes, bodhicitta necessarily. Right. Uh, but unless I work towards my own nirvana or my own liberation, how am I going to be able to help others? So there's that connection. If I really want to help others to the utmost that I can, mm-hmm. I need to, to achieve that. Achieve what? Uh, a direct experience of I mean, I think it's extremely important to, you know, to study karma and, and develop a belief in it, ultimately, but you, even if you didn't have it, but you had actually contemplated, listened to, contemplated, meditated on, um, you know, the teachings on emptiness, and you realized that, you know, everything that you thought existed, could exist, you know, has existed, really did not, that it was really a product of your own cognitive errors, then, you know, how could you possibly do anything authentic at all, or be authentic? Without it. So it's possible to develop that motivation. Um, oh. so we didn't hear from the two gentlemen in the back. What do I feel when you said to me? Yeah, you have to see internet directly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's conceptually very far out. Getting uh, through yesterday a little bit of a slight understanding of it. Seems like it is going to be a long path for me personally to try to grasp more of the ideas out there, uh, lose my perceptions, labeling. Just what I perceive my body to be and who I think I am. Mm-hmm. 
if you have to see uh, emptiness directly? Just Taking, taking, taking that, uh, you have somebody who's in debt, I don't know, $200,000 in debt or $2 million in debt, and you're, that's, your, that's what your mind is occupied with because it's, for you, that's something that you have to deal with, that's something that you cannot not deal with. And you carry it with you wherever you go. You go to a teaching and you hear that, I'm going to talk about emptiness. And, and what you are doing uh, uh, at an experiential level is this is going to help me with my debt. Okay? That's, what, that's what you're processing. And if it's not going to help you with your debt, with what is very relevant and very important to you, well, it's very nice, okay, okay what's going to help me with my debt? Okay. And uh, uh, unless you see, ah, if I understood emptiness directly, it's going to help me with my debt, you're not going to have an interest to really get into it. So whatever is relevant to you, whatever is of, you know, of a, of a tangible importance to you, you have to bring. You have to bring. Uh, you have to see how the dharma, everything, the dharma is connected to it. Otherwise, the dharma is going to be just some fanciful, beautiful little thing that just exists out there somewhere, and you carry it with you. It's like a, like a. Instead of being like a, like an enemy that you, you know, like you. Uh, what's that word? Uh, that you wrap around, pal around with. It's going to be like a kite that all you, all you, all the only thing that you're aware of is not even, you don't even see the kite. All you're aware of is the string. Oh, there's a kite somewhere and I'm, and I'm having the string. And, and that's what the Dhamma is going to be for you. Not yeah, it's not going to be integrated. All right, so let's finish. <laughs> We're on tight schedule. That's what makes it so tight. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. <laughs> today we have to 12:30. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first thing that you should. Uh, make 
that's the first realization you should have. Don't think of it as uh, some hurdle you have to go over before, before you can start doing the real work. So this is part of the real work. Part of the real work is you have to get to this realization. How important is emptiness to my life? How important is it realizing it is to my life? Until you establish that, forget about it. You're going to spend 20 years meditating on this thing called, exotic thing called emptiness. You might even be able to recite Chandrakirti, no, word for word, and still has no relevance for you. No change. All right. Is, is that, the, that this, this is the basic uh, one thing they're trying to uh, leave us with? Is, uh, make emptiness relevant or make, make the perception this uh, experience relevant like mm-hmm. okay I have this problem with a relationship but I understand emptiness then make, make it really is, is this part of what you mentioned one time is uh, having your life support your meditation yeah like have it this like meditation should be the center and then everything else should support it yeah is this part of that this is part of it yeah year on your, on your mortgage and the next moment where the bank is going to come in and take you out of your house and every member of your family don't want to see you and you have no friends you're about, and you're about to be thrown on the streets okay you're going to be and now what's important to you your mind should immediately go if I understood emptiness directly so that's how important it should be for you. Right? So have, try to have that emotion with the teacher above your head. And when you really have that, I really need to understand emptiness. And you ask the teacher to bless me. Bless me to understand emptiness. Bless me to see emptiness.
after you reach that point where you feel it's absolutely necessary for you to see emptiness directly. Beg the teacher for blessings. Understand the unconditional love and compassion the teacher has for you. So the quintessential understanding of emptiness. The teacher dissolves completely into it. That quintessential understanding of emptiness appears as a point of light. Above your head. Keep that image and know that you are now about to have a glimpse you're about to have an experience of what emptiness is. As if someone were to take an experience and extract it and package it. The experience of directly seeing emptiness is packaged in that point of light above your head. Exactly as your teacher understands it. what's at the end of that journey but the end of the journey is where you want to get to through the crown of your head. And that point of light enters your heart center. Light rays extend throughout your body. about distinguishing your false self and your true self. Whatever you think, whatever you know yourself to be, whatever you are convinced yourself to be, hold on to it. No need to look for it. The feeling of yourself you have right now. And see the light 
dissolving your whole self you are dissolving either becoming more and more transparent more and more transparent or you can see yourself dissolving head and feet dissolving towards the heart center and as you are perceiving this dissolution keep ascribing to that you are dissolving dissolve either inward into that point of light and that point of light itself dissolves until nothing remains but space but like appearance and keep looking at that space remember what was in that space
sense of your space see yourself coming to being possessing all the qualities that you aspired to possess to your breath. And dedicate the merits of this to the accomplishment of your ultimate goal. We're late, running. Yeah. <laughs> We're early. Uh, are we early or late? You show up and you never know what's going to happen. Funny hat day. We're doing Hawaiian shirt Friday. On a Sunday. Friday Hawaiian shirt Sunday. We'd uh, start since we're starting earlier. Start with meditation. Okay. Yeah. Um, now I know but today the next one is twelve. No question. Yeah. But then we're on fire. 
Water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they have one that's not. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're walking with fire all the time, you know, lighting lamps and you know, yeah. never know. Balls and <laughs> Uh, has anyone seen a little uh, notebook, grayish, little 